The Biden regime will be sentencing Steve Bannon this Friday. Will it be six months? That's what they're trying to give him. We're going to break down all of this and so much more, including what the CCP is up to and a new investigation from the EU into COVID vaccines and the behavior of Pfizer. But want to also remind you that this incredible event is coming up December 17th to the 20th, Phoenix, Arizona. Make sure you are there. And I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you right now. Steve Bannon will be at America Fest this December. The Biden regime wants to stop it. I'm saying no. He's going to be there with us. So go to AmFest.com. Use promo code POSO. You will see Steve Bannon, myself, Charlie Kirk, Tucker Carlson, Tim Poole, Candace Owens, Mike Lindell, Benny Johnson, Lauren Boebert, Ali Stuckey, Lauren Chen. Everyone is going to be at this thing, including the great Kaylee McEnany. One day, maybe we'll see her in the White House press briefing once again. Make sure that you get your tickets now, amfest.com, promo code POSO. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is October 17th. 2022 anno domini today's top headlines steve bannon to face what may be a six month sentence this friday with the biden department of justice next the waukesha trial is a mockery of u.s criminal justice we'll explain more third the ccp calls their citizens out of ukraine immediately before a massive bombardment of the capital city of kiev and finally a eu prosecutor is opening an investigation into covid vaccine purchases all this and more heads human events daily in some lab that you're paying for in some weapons lab to have them do a man-machine merger? Are you prepared to have edited human beings? Are you prepared to let these vax go and have enhanced human beings? Are you prepared to accept that? Okay, we gotta fight. I'm telling you, you gotta fight. You have to be all in, not part way in. And you have to bring more. This is an army of the awakened and you are the cadre, you are the tip of the spear. Because of your time, it doesn't take money. You don't need to write a check. You know what you need to do? You need to put your whole being into this fight, everything. You've got to leave it all on the battlefield. Understand? Any questions about that? Thank you. Love you guys. Well, that was the closing. Steve Bannon at our Great Reset Conference recently held here in Phoenix, Arizona. But they're coming for Steve Bannon. Now, Steve was found guilty on two counts in July, contempt of Congress. D.C. jury found him guilty for refusing the subpoena from the unconstitutional January 6th committee. I was in the courtroom for a large amount of that trial, and it was a joke. It was really a joke. I mean, you had juror after juror saying they knew exactly who Steve Bannon was, they certainly knew who Trump was, and they had no positive view of them whatsoever. And so the question becomes for all of us, the question becomes for all of us, what is justice served here? By having a sham committee issuing these subpoenas and then having a sham trial with a jury where the verdict is already known. You're already aware of what the jury is going to be. It's a show trial. So they put Steve on show trial and guess what? Got found guilty. Why? 
because you always get found guilty at the end of the show trial. That's the whole point of the show trial to make it look like the regime isn't the one doing it, but they always are. And now we have confirmation that indeed this is being done as a punishment to shut up and silence Stephen K. Bannon. And here we are looking October 21st, which will be just a few weeks before the midterm elections. That's why they want to shut him up. And that's why they want to shut him up now. Biden's Department of Justice has just put forward a six month recommended sentence for Steve Bannon, the host of the war room, the chairman of the Trump campaign from 2016, the chief strategist for the Trump White House, one of the top advisors to the president of the United States, 45th president, and they want to put him in jail for six months for refusing to cooperate with their, what they claim is refusing to cooperate. Now, keep in mind, he said from the start that he would cooperate if they waived executive privilege. But of course, that didn't happen until the very end, but they didn't care. They didn't care. So he's got appeals. He's got a lot coming out. But I want you to look at this. And I want you to understand where we are. Know what time it is. They're taking him, one of the most effective speakers, leaders, motivators, and activists, yes, activists and strategists in the United States, the war room posse, the head of the war room posse, and they want to take him down. Of course they want to take him down to them. People like president Trump, people like Steve Bannon are the most dangerous men in the country. That's why they want to take them down. You saw the $965 million lawsuit settlement, well, not settlement, order last week. Now you're seeing six months in jail. Now that's not the final sentence yet. We don't know. That's going to come out on Friday. And I guarantee you that we will cover it here in full. If Steve wants me over on War Room, we'll cover it in full there as well. But we must look at this clearly. And we must face the reality that the United States of America has become occupied. We've become occupied by a regime. Whether it's Biden, I don't think Biden's really the one calling the shots. Whether it's Jill, his wife, who's out there getting booed at Eagles games in Philadelphia. The fact of the matter is, your government now views you, American citizens, that if you disagree, they view you as a threat they view you as an enemy. That's not the government we're supposed to have in this country. And it's transformed our country into something completely different. So what do we do? Do we sit back? Do we relax? No. The only way out is through. So we're going to see this thing through. We are going to support Steve. I'm personally going to do everything I can to support Steve and make sure that they will not be able to stop this movement no matter what they do. We saw the insanity of Waukesha. Then we saw a guy who had a mass murderer come up to his door in the middle of the night and asked to come in for a sandwich. Look, every single day, you see a news story in the news about someone who was the victim of a violent crime. Some of you think you're not ready to defend yourself against evil. And the truth is, you may not be. The only way is if you train often. 
And with the inflation causing the price of ammo to absolutely skyrocket, getting to the range is not as easy or affordable as it used to be. But thankfully, there is a better way to train with your firearm in the comfort and privacy of your own home. And what is it? It's the iTarget Pro. The iTarget Pro is a revolutionary system that develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and so much more. Even better, it costs less than a day at the range. Right now, save 10% plus free shipping with promo code POSO when you go to iTargetPro.com. When you get yours, simply download the iTarget app, load the laser bullet into the firearm, and you will get your training started immediately. It comes in almost all calibers from 9mm all the way up to 223, so you can train with pretty much anything. This thing pays for itself. Like I tell you, I love it. My family loves it. My dad loves it. My father-in-law, even my wife, my mom, they use this thing. It's so much fun, and it gets your muscle memory down. Because remember, being able to shoot is a perishable skill. So you go to letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com, use promo code POSO, you will get 10% off plus free shipping. Link is in the description. You can recall. Do I remember if I can recall? Do you remember the disturbance you recall? Yes, I do. Would you stay with that is? With, well, what that was rather? Uh, I heard a horn beeping and then a Ford Escape came through the um, parade route and you drove past me and wouldn't stop and you continued driving into the parade route. Who is you? Uh, Daryl Brooks, the defendant, seated at the table. Um, let the record reflect that I do not identify by that name, nor do I know anybody by that name. Your objection is noted. The criminal justice system is a joke. We just talked about that in the last case. But let's look at this one. Daryl Brooks, the man who, and I know, I know, allegedly, 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 drove in. Now, let me, let me actually cut back here a second. We're not alleging that he's the one who drove the truck, who drove the SUV. He did. He deliberately targeted this crowd at a Christmas parade, a guy who's known for insane black Hebrew Israelite, anti-white racist, absolute complete insane rantings, targets this parade and starts running people over. This was an attack. This wasn't a crash. I still people still people uh, hear people referring to it as a the Waukesha parade. It wasn't a crash. It was an attack. And the way I view it. It was a racially motivated terrorist attack. And if for some reason people are scared to say that, well, it's, it's very clear. It's very clear. He sped up. He didn't have to drive into the parade. He could have driven around it. And we did the analysis here a year ago, almost a year ago. It was last November. And all of this. People actually went and were driving, doing drive-throughs of the parade route to show that he had to speed up. And yes, that he had to deliberately choose that route. Remember, I said they said at first he was, oh, he's fleeing from the cops. He's fleeing from the cops. Notice nobody says that anymore. See, that's what we do here. That's what I do. I remember the stuff that you said that was lies. Hunter Biden's disinformation, Hunter Biden laptop, that's all Russian disinformation. He was just fleeing from the cops. He was just fleeing from the cops. Don't ask questions about all that fentanyl in George Floyd's system. Don't ask questions about that coroner report. No, 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 no. Don't ask questions. Murder, murder, murder. Derek Chauvin, murder, murder, murder. That's all you have to say. That's all you have to say. You can't talk 
about the actual facts. Well, so we have the facts here in this case, and we know this is true. He's representing himself. He's also been stripping naked in the courtroom and running around screaming. He obviously should have lost the right to represent himself at that point because of the mockery he's made of this criminal justice proceeding, of this proceeding at all. But at the same time, you know, I feel like Daryl Brooks is what the U.S. criminal justice system deserves. They deserve to be made a mockery of because that's what they've allowed themselves to become. That's what they've allowed themselves to become. Now, there's no death penalty on the books in Wisconsin. It's actually been off since the 1800s. We had to look that up during the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. But there's another piece that happened earlier today that I wanted to talk about a little bit. This guy, Daniel Ryder, testified. Now, this was the guy who let Brooks into his house, made him a sandwich, gave him his coat because he said he was homeless, lets him in. We've seen the ring video. And he was watching football and didn't know that there'd been a massacre about a mile away downtown. And I say, you know what? I'm not going to rag on somebody for just watching football, but I'll tell you something else. People need to wake up about what's going on in their communities. They have to wake up to what's going on in this country. The fact that that happened, this guy didn't even know. And now he's just letting some random person into his house into his house where thank God, by the way, that nothing else happened or that there weren't other people in the house that were targeted by this mass murdering psychopath freak. He's a freakopath, but people need to wise up. I'm sorry. You just have to wise up because we live in a real world. And in this real world, there are real consequences. I'm all for being a good Samaritan. Of course I'm Catholic. I believe in that. But at the same time, I believe in people understanding and having a basic sense of self-preservation. Let's get smart, America. We will continue to strive for peaceful reunification with the greatest sincerity and the utmost effort. But we will never promise to renounce the use of force and we reserve the option of taking all measures necessary. The wheels of history are rolling on towards Chinese reunification and the rejuvenation of the Chinese nation. Complete reunification of our country must be realized, and it can without a doubt be realized. So there's a lot going on up in Beijing. Now, as we told you here on Human Events Daily, almost a full year ago, I went back and checked to so my Newsweek piece on Xi Jinping and the coronation ceremony that was set for this fall was all the way back published January 31st, 2022. So all the way back in January, we were telling you that Xi Jinping was poised to become the next chairman for life of the CCP. And that's what you're seeing right there. He opened the plenary session of this Congress by simply stating, we have attained full control. We've achieved full control of Hong Kong and Taiwan is next. We reserve the right to reunify with Taiwan by force. So there you go. And you have so many people who are saying even up to 
just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, Xi Jinping's going on house arrest. Xi Jinping is about to collapse. The factions are going to take out Xi Jinping. Oh, Xi Jinping, is he going to be able to manage the Olympics correctly? This could be the death knell for Xi Jinping. This is going to give the the uh, ammunition to his enemies that they would. I'm just stop, guys. Just stop. You have people looking for these gotchas. You're not going to find a gotcha when it comes to Xi Jinping. Okay. You have to deal with reality as it is. I wish reality wasn't the way it is. I wish there were differences out there. I wish that you could just open your door and not find a mass murderer there asking you for a sandwich while pretending to be homeless and calling for an Uber. But apparently that's the world we live in. And I wish that the murderous thugs who run China were not currently there. The same people, by the way, who've run China since the Great Leap Forward, since the great starvations of the 1950s, since the slaughters of the Chinese Cultural Revolution of the 60s and 70s and the slaughters of Tiananmen Square in 1989. It's the same people. It's all the same people. But let's look at what happened next. What happened next is very interesting because the CCP made a call. They haven't made this yet in Ukraine. What did they say? They publicly said all Chinese citizens must get out of Ukraine. And where are most Chinese citizens in Ukraine? Obviously, they're going to be in Kiev. You're also seeing some in uh, there's there's a, a fair bit of them in uh, in Kharkov as well, but the majority obviously would be in Kiev. Okay, and people were saying, "Oh, that's very strange. We haven't heard that yet. Do they know something that's up? Does Xi Jinping know something? Did Putin say something to Xi Jinping that we know? well now we know? If you look Monday morning, what happened? And from BBC, Russia dive bombs Kiev with kamikaze drones. Russia hit Kiev with a wave of attacks, dive bombing the capital with what appeared to be Iranian-made kamikaze drones. Critical infrastructure was hit across Kiev, Nepro, Sumai, four major cities. Uh, you also saw strikes in Odessa. You saw strikes in Nikolaev. The city revertebrated anti-aircraft batteries. Police at some points were trying to shoot down Iranian drones with uh, Iranian drones being used by Russia, keep in mind using guns and people were asking, I saw somebody on Twitter was asking me, they said, well, why, did, why don't they use just cruise missiles? Or, you know, they run out of cruise missiles. Do you understand the price disparity here? Okay, <laughs> you, you have to understand that there's cost involved with all this, okay, there's economics. And the economics are on the side of using kamikaze drones because a cruise missile, you're looking at $6 million on the low end with the guidance systems, the rockets, everything that needs to go into the cruise missile system versus these kamikaze drones, this is like, uh, maybe 10, 15, $20,000. It's, it's several, uh, several full gaps cheaper, right? Actual, um, incredibly cheaper than using a cruise missile, but you can achieve, achieve the same. And apparently they're getting precision guidance with these things. If they're able to hit directly on these infrastructure techs, but of course, civilians are going to be killed. There is going to be collateral damage. So several standard deviations cheaper. Understand, this is Russia. The CCP is underwriting the entire thing. I've been calling for peace. Elon's been calling for peace. President Trump's been calling for peace. Are we going to see peace or are we going to see more of this? Was the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market? If not, please say it clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? And I really want a straight answer, yes or no, and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. 
Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanisation before um, it's entered the market? No. Uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market. So there's been an incredible update out of the EU when it comes to the COVID vaccine case. And we're also looking now at the purchases of these vaccines. Keep in mind, a lot of these vaccine mandates came out concurrently with purchases, mass purchases of the vaccine from places like Pfizer, Moderna, others by national governments, and in this case, supranational governments like the EU. An EU prosecutor has just opened an investigation into COVID vaccine purchases. Now, we had a report that there are missing text messages between Ursula von der Leyen, the EU president, and none other than Albert Borla, the Pfizer CEO. And the question is, did this have to do with a secret vaccine deal between the two of them. And Politico has reported this. Zero Hedge has reported this. It's been everywhere. He was scheduled to appear before the EU on October 10th. Now, we had that other executive end up coming forward, and she admitted that it turns out they knew, they knew the vaccines did not stop transmission, but they lied. They told you you had to get that, but why did they have to do that? They had to say that the vaccine stopped transmission in order for the mandates to work because the mandates never would have worked if you told people that they don't stop transmission. They said, well, don't stop transmission. Then why do I need the mandate? Oh, but if you say you can do it, then suddenly it becomes weaponized and you saw it be weaponized across the the EU and certainly across the United States. If you don't get that one, if you don't get that vaccine, you're a traitor. You're a murderer. You're scum. We hate you. Well, it turns out the whole thing fell apart. And what's even worse, we're now finding out more, we're now finding out more that there may have been a secret deal between the Pfizer CEO and the EU. Now, of course, the question for us is also, if you got a secret deal with the EU, what other secret deals could you possibly have? And and look at this. The report by the European Court of Auditors found that von der Leyen, that's the EU president, remember, had been directly involved with the preliminary negotiations for the EU's biggest vaccine contract, up to 1.8 billion doses of the Pfizer vaccine, which was concluded in May 2021. This is from Politico. There was a departure from the negotiating procedure followed with all other contracts, where a joint negotiation team made up of officials from the commission and member countries conducted exploratory talks. So wait a minute. This isn't what you did with Zoloft or uh, Sanofi. This isn't what you did with AstraZeneca. This isn't what you did with Moderna. Why did you have these direct talks with Pfizer that you didn't have with everybody else? Why didn't you use the team? Why did you use a different framework? Ursula, we've got some questions for you. You got some explaining to do. Albert Borla, the CEO of Pfizer, you can block Poso on Twitter all you want. I'm blocked by Pfizer. I'm blocked by the World Economic Forum. I'm even blocked by Netflix, one of my favorites. But Albert, you're coming in because you got some explaining to do. And that's all the time we have today here at Human Events Daily. Remember, as always, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you. Be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us. Share this out with one, just one of your normie friends. And then leave us your five-star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You're absolutely fine podcast. Seriously. Leave us your review. They really help us out. And thank you, of course, so much to the great Real America's Voice audience. 
to the folks watching live on Getter. You know I love my Getter chat. Poso is here, posse. What do we talk about today? Bannon to face a six-month sentence this Friday for the Biden Department of Justice. We are not going to let them take him. Next, the Waukesha trial, a mockery of the U.S. justice system. We saw that. Third, the CCP calling its citizens out of Ukraine before the Kiev bombing. And then finally, an EU prosecutor opening a probe. This is going to be a story that we have to follow into COVID vaccine purchases. There's so, so much going on this week. But I remind you guys, that, of course, that the latest episode just dropped in our border battle series on Salem now. So make sure you go to Salem now. Episode four is just out. I believe it's episode four, correct me if I'm wrong, producers. But episode four just dropped the border battle. This is the one where they get into the CCP. And so for me, this one is so incredibly important. You have to dig in the third opium war. That's what's being done to us. So if you want to learn more about the third opium war and the ties between, we talked about it here a little bit, but this is where you go way down the rabbit hole. Border battle on Salem now. Go there immediately. But first, it's time for today's moment of history. On this day, 1944, the Battle of Layette Gulf, one of the largest naval battles in history. The final battle, by the way, in history on the seas from battleships. We saw the destruction of a one entire fleet carrier by the Japanese. Three light carriers, three battleships, ten cruisers. This was the final battle, the decisive battle against the Imperial Japanese Navy, won by the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore. <laughs> 